This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Right now we are recording from the laptop mic, the built-in laptop microphone. So hopefully this will pick up both of us. Uh, would you like to say a couple things? Um, this is an interesting experience to say the least. With the driving and navigating and being live on the road, all of it's uh, been a learning experience. Absolutely. And I think that when you're first starting out, it's important to give yourself permission to try new things, uh, permission to make mistakes, permission to be happy. Whoa! It's our next article. How to give yourself permission to be happy. All right. So, uh, because this is the month of May, one of our themes that we've got going on in your Facebook posts has been, yes, I may. Yes, it has. Yes. And this article is how to give yourself permission to be happy. No one is going to give you permission to be happy. You have to give it to yourself. It says not connected. One moment. Alright, let's check our status. Looks like we are sending information, which is exactly what we want to see. Alright, <clears throat> so what I'm seeing is that it is sending the sound of my voice from this laptop through the green bars of happy picking up signalness all the way to tunein.com, where you can listen to Move Radio. All day, every day, every week. And I think we're even getting sound from Megan's voice, perhaps? Nope. It just cut out again. Oh, I see. I see indeed it has. Oh, but now it's come back. We might have a spotty connection, depending on what the signal is like coming through the mountains, as I just realized we are in the mountains. We may occasionally lose signal. I hope that does not mean we will lose too many listeners. If nothing else, you can find us at linedancepodcast.com later, where we will have this entire episode recorded for your playback enjoyment. All right. So our article, should you choose to accept it, is how to give yourself permission to be happy. No one is going to give you permission to be happy. You have to give it to yourself. Happiness comes to those who choose to be happy. But many people wait needlessly for permission to be happy. Permission is nothing more than someone else's approval. But as simple as it is, it keeps them from succeeding in being happy. So this is a simple reminder. No one can force you to be happy. No one can force you to do anything you don't want to do. But permission starts with you. Why not take the lead and give yourself permission? Number one on our list, permission for acceptance. In this month of Yes I May, acceptance doesn't mean you have to give something else up, just that you have to give yourself permission to be happy and to accept what is happening for you right now, this moment. Acceptance says it may not be what you want it to be, but for now, it's okay. Happiness is a state of mind, not always a state of being. Happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. I have definitely had to strive for accepting my dance environment when we were on concrete floors and I did not have 
shoes that were suited for dancing on concrete floors in a tight space, no room for traveling, drinks on the dance floor, and no barrier between us and the bar stools. You really just have to make the best of what you've got and enjoy the movements you are able to make in that space. Yeah, the biggest thing I've noticed is I have to accept the fact that I do not know very many dances that are done in SoCal venues. Yep. Um, And so I have to learn whether or not I'm going to attempt to learn them on the floor or prep myself in the future um, or anything like that. Hopefully we are able to pick up both of our voices with this laptop and I guess we'll find out a little bit later when we receive feedback from our dance community out there. Oh, it looks like we might be losing reception soon, in which case you can find us later in the full recorded format on linedancepodcast.com. Hopefully we will be able to continue live streaming to you as we break through these mountains of questionable signal in the Los Angeles area. Number two, permission to be imperfect. Let's be honest, perfect isn't real. If you want to be happy, embrace your imperfections. Nothing ever great comes from being perfect because perfect actually doesn't exist. Everything is complicated, messy, and uncertain, and it's up to us to make the best of what we have and to find happiness in it. Don't let perfectionism steal your happiness. I absolutely agree with this. How would we learn what we could do to play with Uh, the beast or going ham or ain't too cool or chill factor if we didn't try something and risk it not working out Uh, I know uh, that Rachel did a great job of pulling out floor splits for the late night dancing at at, uh, Portland Northwest Line Dance Blast but a lot of that she was doing on the fly she had no idea whether every part of that song would hit as well for the floor split dance that she selected as it would for the choreographed dance that it was meant for. She took the chance and everybody had a lot of fun and even for parts where it was like, wow, this is a really unlikely choice, it's okay. It's four minutes, it's just dancing, doesn't have to be perfect. Another dance is right around the corner and that applies to when you're doing a dance that you don't know all that well, hey, give it your best shot. The next time you try it, it might go a lot more smoothly. And every success will build on every one before it. Yes. Even if you know only eight counts the next day after you try to learn 64 on the day of the lesson, that's eight counts that you didn't have before you attempted it. Maybe the next day you'll have 16. Eventually you'll have all 64. Until you get there, you got to go through just not, not knowing it and knowing that you don't know it and accepting that. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple things that come to mind with this. Uh, one of them being uh, one of the mottos I was kind of trained into falling into is uh, sink or swim. Yes. Um, just attempt it because you don't know how much you may be able to pick up, how much you may be able to remember, how quickly you may be able to learn it. Um, and it's okay to be 
not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how you learn. That's how you actually might discover a really cool variation is by accidentally misstepping. Yep. So. Yeah, I think Noe in his episode on Lion Dance Podcast talked about walking down the street and tripping over something on the sidewalk and thinking, hey, that's movement. That's that's a dance step right there. I'm going to work that into one of my dances. If somebody watched him and saw him trip, they might think, oh, he tripped while he was walking. Can't even walk. Blah. But you know what? Now he's got to dance. What do they got by picking on him? Yes. Think about it. Number three on our list, permission to keep the blues in their place. Your emotions are a big part of who you are, but the blues can make everything gray. Don't allow the blues to create your experiences. Know that they are part of you, but not the full sum of who you are. Think positive thoughts and positive things will happen. Likewise, blue thoughts will permeate everything you do and think. Life only comes around once, so don't stay stuck in the blues. Do things that make you happy and be with people who make you smile. I would say that that goes right along with what we mentioned earlier about not immediately saying I have a bad feeling about this from the Star Wars list. I think it's okay to know when it looks like the evening is not turning out as expected. I definitely have had nights where everything pointed against going dancing that night. We had parked the car and I thought, I, I can already feel it in my body. If I attempt to do any dance right now, I'd be faking it. It would just be kineticizing. It wouldn't be dancing. I wouldn't be feeling it in my soul. But... As the night went on... As the night went on, a couple dances got uh, played that really livened me up. There were some other motivating factors that made me think, all right, this is a good one for me to do. And it shook me out, you know? It got me back to where I felt like I was actually dancing. So, yes, it is it is important to acknowledge and recognize what you're feeling and not fake it and not say, uh, no, everything's perfectly fine. I'm fine. Let's all have a good time. Like, don't just don't just shut everything down inside you that's telling you what you need to be doing. If you need to sit out a few dances, that's okay. Uh, And then, once you have given your blues their time to rant at you from the inside and have their tantrum, then you can be like, okay, I've listened to you, but now this song is getting me going. It's not like I've committed to being upset all night. I am open and willing to have things turn around. Now is the time. I'm going to let things turn around, give it a try, and wow, you know what? I feel a lot better. I'm ready for tonight to be a dance night. Uh, right now, actually, is a perfect example of keeping blues in their their spot and how dance has... If I focus on the dancing, it's kept me in a positive light. Um, unfortunately, in my personal life, uh, the program with the at-risk youth that I used to work for, with all the state budget cuts, unfortunately, the program had to close and it was really hard to see all of those kids leave and know all of my friends that I work with on a daily basis are now displaced from their jobs Um, so we decided to take off and go dancing until I start uh, my new job on Monday 
and because the first thing on our list was to see Luann's class, we got to also see so many faces that we don't normally get to. We got to dance a lot of really good dances, and that was the start of this amazing trip. Even with the tire that had blown an hour before we got to Luann's, and it was as long as I focused on getting to that dance event, I couldn't let myself be distraught about the job, about my kids, about my friends, about the tire, any of that, because that was where my focus was. And of course, as soon as I hit that dance floor, I was home. I was with my family, I was home, I was happy. Um, we have all these little <laughs> things going on right now with trying to be live on the road. And, you know, knowing that I'm going to be dancing tonight with more of my friends is keeping me positive. It's keeping me focused. Um, and I know I've talked to several different people who had a lot of negative things going on in their personal life so much that they didn't want to get out of bed, but because they had signed up to be responsible for teaching somewhere or they promised a friend that they were going to be there and support them, they went out and because of that, they were actually able to turn the night around where as if they stayed home, they would have dwelled on this negative event. Mm -hmm. So it, it's definitely something to consider is how many friends and loved ones are waiting for you on that dance floor. Yep. Yeah, uh, two of my favorite of the new dances I've learned lately are Stomp Your Feet and Chase That Dollar. And with all the difficulties in our trek to Luann's class, wouldn't you know it, they play both of them. That's all I need. That night that we were at Stoney's and, you know, it was a, it was a weird night for the most part. Second to last dance they played, Stomp Your Feet. That one's up on YouTube if anyone wants to look it up. Uh, Stomp Your Feet... Line Dance at Stoney's Rock and Rodeo 29 April 2017 is what the title of that one is. And you can see how much both of us were enjoying that. Oh, Did, yeah. Didn't matter what else was going on earlier in the night. Like, for those four minutes, like, we were just living it. So, that that is an example of um, keeping the blues in their place. Knowing that there will be these difficult times, but they will end. And then sometimes your song comes on. Number four on our list is permission to choose. Sometimes we get so caught up in pleasing others that we forget ourselves. The element of choosing for ourselves is a major source of happiness. Think of what you want and then make the right choices for you. Happiness is a conscious choice, not an automatic response. I definitely resonate with this one. Uh, <laughs> one of the little tricks I use when I am at a gig and I'm playing guitar music. Well, first of all, nobody tells me, generally speaking, what to play. So I have, within about a thousand songs, I can choose from to sing at any of the senior communities where I sing. That gives me all kinds of freedom to say, how am I feeling right now? Or what would they what would they all be singing along with based on the last few that they sang along with? However, I remember there have been some places where 
and this was very rare, uh, where they want a little bit more control over what gets played, and uh, this would be maybe, say, coming from an activity coordinator who doesn't know me very well, uh, or like my flow or whatever like that, <clears throat> um, and one of the tiny little things I can control, even if you know they're, they're supervising and whatnot, and th maybe this would apply for line dance DJs, if you feel like you're being very micromanaged by event coordinators or dancers with requests or whomever, I can still choose which pick I use to play the song. <laughs> I have like 20 different colored picks and if nothing else, I can go through my bag and say, I want the red one. I want the tie-dye one. I want the Beatles one. And then it doesn't matter what I'm playing because I still made that tiny choice and I feel empowered. Um, Mark G. Love that guy. When he was playing songs on the show uh, just Wednesday, so that was yesterday, he was playing all requests. And he played one. He said, this one's just for me. And I think that was uh, Feet Don't Fail Me Now. Yes. Yeah, that was great. And both Megan and I looked at each other like, we love this. We just love this dude. <laughs> so, yes, it is very important to take into account what others' requests are. When people are requesting that you teach a dance in your class, you might not love it, but, you know, whatever. It'll make them happy. Or... Um, Maybe they want a dance played and you're the DJ and you're thinking, I don't know if that would fit right now, but uh, we'll try to get that in for them. We'll try to set up for it so that the dances lead up to that one being appropriate, etc. Sometimes you just got to sneak one in that's like, I need to hear this song right now. And that will make you happy. You need to give yourself that permission. Also, a heads up for folks, we are entering deep into the mountains, Santa Clarita City Limit. You may lose us, hopefully not for long, but all this will be available for playback at linedancepodcast.com because we are recording it all as we go. <clears throat> um, one of the things that comes to mind with the permission to choose is choosing your dances that you want to learn. Yes. Um, it is okay not to like a dance. It is okay not to like a song, even if it's done by your best friend. Yes. Um, you don't have to love everything and yes sometimes it's nice to show support to those you care about but if it doesn't make you feel good you're not doing them any justice by learning that dance this completely applies to workshop events where you think maybe it's your first time you want to get your money's worth you want to hit every workshop and open dance and then by the second day you don't remember anything you learned the previous day and you don't remember the eight counts they just showed you seconds ago in your fourth workshop of the day. It's okay to say, oh, this one looks really fun. I bet my instructor back home would do a great job teaching this. I will learn this later. I will learn a, a different dance from this other instructor who has a great style. Um, I'll learn this one now. Or... I'm going to go home early from open dance so that I can make it to that early workshop. Or I'm going to skip the first three workshops so I can do open dance until closing. You can make those trade-offs. Like, there will always be time for more. You can go to another event later. You can do another teach later. 
Um, you can do that dance later. Even if you love it, but you did five in a row during open dance, that's fine. No one's judging you for sitting out. We all know you know that dance. We're not going to say, oh, do they? are they sitting out because they don't know it? <gasps> Gasp! They know everything. No, we're not judging you. Sometimes we get tired. <laughs> yeah. Number five in our list of seven. Permission to try new things. If you are stuck in the same old routine and you're looking for a way to shift, it starts with giving yourself permission to try something new. We are all so scared of doing anything we are not familiar with, and the last thing we want is to do something we might fail at. And it's true. You may not excel, at first anyway. But if you don't try, you're cutting yourself off from things that can make you happy. This we have covered in this episode as well as previous episodes. Uh, it absolutely applies to trying new dances, new styles, new music that you may have never choreographed to. And it might be weird. I don't think I'm ready to choreograph a good waltz right now. Uh, maybe we could get away with a halfway decent nightclub. But our comfort level is pretty straightforward. Four to the floor kind of... Um, predictable, this is where the beat should be because we can hear it explicitly in the music kind of dances. Uh, we are absolutely open to learning how to do a good dance to a different style that we don't know as well. Um, and we want to try those new things as time goes on. Uh, so we've given ourselves that permission. We've also given ourselves permission, I think, to uh, wait until it'll be good. <laughs> yes, we yes. certainly have. Um, I've kind of peeked ahead, so it kind of falls under both categories, but try new things. Um, just last Monday, just this Monday that just passed, I tried something new, and that was I tried teaching line dance club at Sonoma State University. You did. In case um, it didn't pick up, uh, Megan tried teaching line dance at Sonoma State University this past Monday. Which was very nerve-wracking because I'd never done it before. Um, but I certainly took the chance and took the opportunity because I want to get better at teaching and I knew that this was one of the better ways to do it was to get some experience under my belt. And like you had mentioned earlier... It is in Line Dance Club, which is very close friends of ours, so it's a safe environment. Um, it worked out really well, actually. I was kind of shocked at how quickly they were able to pick up the dance. Um, I do think that that's a testament to their ability more so than my instruction, but um, that might just be me and my fear talking. Huh. So they are uh, they are ambitious young learners. Uh, with Stomp Your Feet, Skiffle Time, Gimme Gimme in the same week. Uh, but I think that was a great choice for you to teach. It was a merry-go-round, and it's one that you have known for years, and it's one that you've actually done for years as part of a dance team. Yes. Therefore, you knew all the ins and outs of it. You knew it well enough to feel confident performing it in front of others. Yeah, that's one of those that um, I don't typically shy away from when people ask to see it or when it comes on and nobody else knows it but me or I mean fortunately at Stoney's and at Davis Grad and at uh, Tradewinds 
there's more than just one person who knows it there. But when it came to line dance club, I was the only one who knew it. Um, and there's not a step sheet for it. So not only did I have to try and break down the dance, but then I had to try and write the step sheet for it and figure out the counts um, when I learned it two or three years ago visually. And there was a couple movements in it that I was not instructed, so having to relearn those was a little bit tricky. But for the most part, um, it was it was an experience, and I felt better afterwards, which the week prior, with all the stuff going on in my life, I got really, really nervous about teaching the club, which is odd because I teach, you know, I taught my girls, but to a certain extent, the at-risk youth girls that I was teaching, they don't know anything about line dancing, so they had to kind of take what I was saying as an authority almost, whereas club knows about line dancing, so if I mess up, it's going to be obvious, um, which there was one moment in which I messed up, I told them about a turning, or a rolling vine as opposed to just the regular grapevine, and I had done the regular grapevine, and I was like, oh, sorry guys. Like, well, the good news is, you know, at least both of those work. Um, but they did a really good job of following along. And then because of the new thing, I wanted to also incorporate some of the, the members into being a wall. So I'd asked who knew it or who remembered how it started. And Kaylee had uh, said, I do. And I'm like, okay, well, you're my front wall. And she was like, wait, what? And so I kind of nudged her into trying something new by being a wall because she hasn't ever been a wall in our club. And I wanted her to get that opportunity in a safe environment. Um, and I think she did a great job. All right. So uh, to catch anybody else who is just tuning in, this is seven powerful ways how to give yourself permission to be happy in the month of Yes, I May. Ah. Number six, permission to take a chance. The chances we get are not always the ones we want, but to scale the ladder of happiness, you have to give yourself permission to take chances, to welcome risks, to go to the edge of your discomfort zone where you normally wouldn't go. And when you do, the rewards can increase tremendously. Don't be afraid to give yourself everything you always wanted. If anybody has seen the flyer for Palm Springs Winter Break, the upper right corner says introducing Christopher Gonzalez. Ah! Ah! That's going to be, um, as far as I know, my first scheduled event to instruct. And what? Like, I don't, I don't even fully remember having the conversation where I said, yes, I will teach these hundreds of people. That's fine. That's great. That's good. Let's do that. Um, but I mean, it's on the flyer now. So, I mean, Got to do it. Yeah, there's uh, no turning back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've entered competitions where I didn't really necessarily think anything I entered would win, but I knew it would be good just to expose myself and my imperfect my imperfections and imperfect dances to the world and just know how that felt. Uh, I've done that at Vegas in Windy City. I'm going to be doing it again at Fun in the Sun. 
Um, I paid to do it at Big Bang Dance Classic before I found out that they were actually in finals there. So I got to get that $15 back now that I think about it. Um, but uh, yeah, just taking the chance alone, win or lose, is so valuable. Like giving yourself permission to at least give it a shot and not shoot yourself down. My, my dad, I think, if it was... I think my dad heard it as advice from somebody else and then he passed it along to me. Um, he said, like, when you're talking to girls, don't shoot yourself down. Like, let that be their job. Because, <laughs> really, you don't know what they're going to say. You have no idea. You might have a better chance than you think. But if you are telling yourself whatever you imagine they are going to, well then, like, you know what the outcome of that's going to be. So don't do that. No, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, and taking a chance can be following a dance that you've never seen before, trying to do a dance that you've taken one lesson on, demoing a dance when you're not sure if you even learned it properly, and somebody pulls you out onto the floor and you're like, okay. Like, all of these chances, you never know where they're going to lead. If nothing else, they could at least be fun. Like... Even if you crash and burn horribly, uh, that gives other people the opportunity to see how your imperfection is relatable. And you might become closer friends with people who wouldn't have talked to you otherwise. Like, if you're always blending in with everyone else and never trying anything new, no one has a reason to go up and talk to you. If you're going out there and just going crazy, and somebody comes up and he says, dude, I love how much fun you have, or lady, I love the way you move your arms, nobody else is doing that, and it shows such elegance and style, and I'm glad that you have the gumption to do something other than the norm at this country bar or whatever places you're at. Now you have a new friend. You might not have had that otherwise. They might never have talked to you because they would have had assumptions and other things. So there's an example of where you should take a chance. Also, if uh, if you are creating a demo video on several locations and you're thinking about filming in the middle of a road <laughs> or on on the side of a cliff on the side of a cliff with grass and cow pies uh, or on a shaky rocky pier where you could trip over um, boards and land in a lake these are all chances that might be worth taking if it makes for a really interesting demo video and people might want to learn your dance. Who knows if they see that interesting demo video and how close you came to death in the middle of the road or on the side of the cliff. Yeah. Um, several things come to mind with this taking a chance. Mm -hmm. um, just simply going out and being at a venue is taking a chance. Yep. You have no idea what's going to happen on the way there, what's going to happen there, or on the way home. Um, getting out on the floor and trying new dances, taking that lesson is taking a chance. It's all its all a risk. There is a potential loss or reward at the end of it. Um, a few things that kind of come to mind is... Um, helping people who might be struggling that's taking a chance it's a great way to practice walking people through the dance and afterwards you know you've met a new person and you can communicate with them uh, taking a chance on 
variations. Um, you don't know if they're going to work out necessarily. Uh, that's, that's a big thing. I am really grateful that I took the chance and went to Vegas. Uh, Vegas Dance Explosion was an amazing event for me last year. I got to meet so many wonderful people. Um, you know, Joe and Madison. I got to meet Guyton and Roy. Dude, Simon. <laughs> Simon was amazing. What? You know, um, <laughs> I mean, Rebecca Lee. Mm-hmm. When would I have had an opportunity to meet her? You know, and then because I was there, I also got to really start to get to know Cat Painter. And, you know, that was a huge chance. There's potential that, you know, like we might not have, you know, complimented each other in a friendship, but lo and behold, we took the opportunity to talk to each other and come to find out how much we actually very much respect one another. Um, and because I took that chance, I have all these amazing people in my life. Another big, big one is we took a chance on each other when we agreed to co-choreograph something. True. That can definitely make or break any kind of friendship or relationship between two people. I mean, we could have absolutely hated the experience and decided to never work with each other again um but as it turned out it was a really good experience it worked really well we found out how to communicate with each other even better than we already did and you know we have this dance now that has both of our names on it and you know we've gotten pretty good feedback and that's even that in itself is huge as well because we we took the chance to put it out there and I mean people could have absolutely hated it versus you know absolutely loving it so I mean it's all chance and by not saying this is never going to work out and automatically going to the negative we've let so much positive things come in our lives this road trip is such a chance. Oh like, my god! <laughs> the plan, the the amount of planning we had for this was like us packing Wednesday morning and then going, and we're we're figuring out where we're gonna sleep, and we're figuring out where we're gonna dance. It's not all in you know pen. It's more like in th- thin pencil. But uh, if that, yeah. But we trust each other. We trust the line dance world. We trust the road. We trust the car a little more now that it has new tires on the front. Uh, So I think it was a chance worth taking. And just knowing that it's possible makes us more comfortable with the idea of doing it again in the future or recommending the experience to other people who are thinking about doing it. We know it won't cost that much. It won't put us out that much for convenience or lifestyle or anything. We can eat SpaghettiOs. You know, we're not above that. Uh, And... uh, I think at the end of it all, even with all the the difficulties that may come along, we'll have great stories from it. Oh, absolutely. Last item on this list, as we head into our home stretch of five minutes, is permission to take action. Many people assume happiness is mostly a matter of inborn temperament. We are born happy, but once we're grown and out in the world, we discover that true happiness 
comes from taking the steps to be happy. The happiest people don't have the best of everything. They just make the best of everything. Yes. Yes. Um, (laughs) A huge thing that I have noticed in my own personal life after discovering what line dance and the people and the community has to offer me is I made a conscious decision and I decided that from now on I'm going to tell people what they mean to me I'm not going to let that opportunity pass me by I'm going to put out onto Facebook when I'm feeling grateful I'm going to include people when I have the opportunity to and invite them um, in joining me and I know that because I've taken this effort to put out more positive things, so many more positive things have come back to me. And that's just a bonus for me. Putting it out in the, in the world to begin with is what my intention was. I wanted to make it so that other people saw positive things. I just got the extra bonus of receiving some positive back myself. Um, taking action could be as simple as putting your phone in your bag during events or when you're out at the bar and just talking to the people around you, asking them questions, asking them how long they've been dancing and making that actual effort to step out of your comfort zone or what your normal is, which is the default go straight to your phone when you're not dancing Who knows who you're going to meet or what you're going to discover. You could find out that, oh, I've heard this dance or this song a hundred times, but I've never actually consciously watched this dance. That actually looks kind of fun. Why am I not dancing it? Um, You know, you can meet your next closest friend. You don't know. Um, You can meet a mentor or a student by simply taking that step. And making the effort to be more open to receiving things as opposed to closing yourself off. Yeah, I sometimes see my on this days for Facebook. Like 10 years ago, I was, I wouldn't say whiny exactly, but I would sometimes get kind of like passive aggressively vague in my statuses and talk about how the world is or the general state of things. I was kind of, you know, sometimes it would come off as pretentious. And, like, I'm glad I don't put that out there anymore. Like, um, just, I I read that now and I think, like, who would have cared about that? Like, did I even care that much about it? And now I think, um, yeah, I I do more of what what you've mentioned, you know, focusing on the good, um, really just basking in when you do have that nice moment and being like, this is a good day. I'm going to enjoy this good day and not not worry about whether I'm supposed to be working on this or that thing or, you know, uh, striving towards something else and be like, you know what? I got food in my belly. There's like blue skies and, and a few puffy clouds, sun shining, like everything's good right now. And I am on my way to something great in the very near future. Uh, and it probably involves dancing. So, yeah, uh, just like taking that, making that choice 
taking that action, choosing that action over anything else that could be occupying my mind gives me that permission to just enjoy my moment of happiness. Which, of course, takes us back to the title of what this article was, How to Give Yourself Permission to Be Happy by Lolly Descal. We'll be linking that in our description of this this podcast episode on linedancepodcast.com. You can find it all recorded there as well as many other episodes. Um, And you can find us every week from 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or Daylight Time, I guess, right now. Uh, This has been Megan Barsulia and Christopher Gonzalez on Move Radio. We look forward to many more episodes with you in our conversations of line dance nature. And we'll see you on the dance floor. Yep.